Uh, let's get this uh, COVID hair. Looking good, man. Oh yeah. Oh that's oh that. Yeah. That's that is just oh yeah. Mm. I know you'd be surprised to know I'm married. <laughs> Obviously, she said yes before seeing that hair. Uh, although I think I just got a divorce because she saw it and gave me a look. So I actually told you to please don't go on camera like that too. Oh, apparently she said uh, I shouldn't be on camera looking like that. So good thing you weren't recording. Falcon and the Winter Soldier just wrapped up. Yes, that is the main topic. That is the only topic, Geek Pancers. The only Falcon topic. and the Winter Soldier. I didn't write any notes. I didn't write anything down. I have nothing, too. <laughs> it's not that I have nothing. It's that uh, I, I knew mean, it was I, coming. So, yeah. I mean, and most, uh, honestly, I feel like it's similar to WandaVision, where I, I don't really think there's too many things that I'm just kind of like, oh, I didn't really like that. It's mostly just kind of like, I'm intrigued uh, as to where this goes. Knowing that this show leads into a cap four is mm-hmm. awesome. Like that was huge news. And yep. it's the same guy who directed the TV show, yep. which is also huge news, which is also really cool. And I like that he was the only guy that directed the entire, entire season. There was no like Ran the this person, thing. this person does episode two, that person does episode three. So, I mean, it didn't feel, uh, it felt a much more seamless than WandaVision did. But I felt like WandaVision had to have those separate episodes because mm-hmm. it specifically mined a certain type and era of TV. So that, and it worked perfectly. Like, I wasn't just like, oh, this feels disjointed. It feels like there's multiple directors. I never felt like that, but I'm actually glad that there was one guy all the way through. Yep. And totally ripped off the Russo style, which works perfectly. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, they kind of had to, if you think about it, because that's all Falcon and Winter Soldier have been since they started, was the Russo style. Yeah, well, yeah, and I mean, no? and if you're going to rip off anybody in recent memory, why not the Russos? Yeah, why not the guys that made one of the biggest movies in history? And like every movie that they did got like bigger and bigger, you know. Bigger so it's like yeah. Winter Soldier, huge, yeah. huge. Yeah. Cap three, huge. And part of it is because of them. Also, part of it is because it was like Avengers two point five. Two point five. Yeah, that's right. That's the number, right? You know. But then, yeah. Then they hit Avengers: Infinity War, and that's massive. Oh, that's on a whole different level. And then they pinnacle is Endgame, and you're just like. Like, if you would have said the guys that directed Winter Soldier, so Winter Soldier came out and you said, hey, they're going to direct the Avengers movie, my first thought would be like, okay, all right, that's going to be good. Yeah. That's going to be, I I don't see any reason why it's going to be good, mm-hmm. or it's not going to be good. But if you would have said it was going to make, like, billions of dollars and it was going to set box office records until Avatar had to be re-released to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> Funny I would have been like, like I actually would have said, I would have said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they would have, uh, they'd like smash. I mean, I probably set records, but I don't think it'll be anything crazy. But then if like after civil war, if you would have had that conversation with me, I'd be like, yeah, there's no I way it's not it. going to make. 
Yeah. There's no way it's not going to make billions of dollars. I mean, look how well they juggled that many characters. And one of them was an introduction of Spider-Man, which yeah. you really have to stick the landing on that one. Yeah. Because if that didn't stick, then you fuck up Spider-Man Plus in his follow-up movie. And, and Black Panther 2. So you have yeah. two intros that you have to stick the landing on, and you can yep. potentially fuck up two franchises by not sticking the landing. And you're right. They stuck both of them. Oh, yeah. Both of them. Both of them. Both God of them. damn, both it was so them. good. So anyway, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Geek Panthers, <laughs> it's a really good show. It's it's a really good show. Really good show. Yeah. Um... It's funny when we were talking, like I said, because you said, oh, last episode's coming off. I was like, what, already? Because it's crazy to me that it's three episodes shorter than one of these. I, I assumed, and I think it's a pretty safe assumption that every season has so the same amount of episodes. I thought so, too. Um, but you're, yeah, no, you're totally right. Like, where it ended, they couldn't have added anything to it without making it just, like, drag. Yeah, it did seem much more tighter. Um and I don't want to use that as sort of a slight against WandaVision because I do feel like WandaVision's link was perfect too. Yeah. Because, because, but I also feel like WandaVision had way more story to tell than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I mean, yes, there's not just the central story of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's a number of stories, but we had to deal with, uh, well, the origin of Harkness the real official origin of Wanda. Yep. You know, we have to deal with all the trauma that led up to uh, uh, Pleasantville. That's not the place of it. What's it called, Ian? It pretty much is Pleasantville, though. <laughs> it might as well be Pleasantville, yeah. <laughs> it fits. It fits. Yeah. So then, you know, plus we have to deal with, like, vision story, yep. the kids, you know, all this stuff, and then um, tying into Doctor Strange and into the rest of the MCU. Yeah. The introduction of uh, Spectrum. Or reintroduction, I should say. But like... Mm -hmm. So there was a lot going on. So I feel like they did need the extra two episodes. It was yeah, eight mean, episodes, right? Yeah. they really used the first couple, maybe even three episodes. It's kind of just like, you know... Playing, they're easing they're, you in. They're, they're, they're easing you in. Yeah, they're just playing with it. That's Once right, it got that's going, right. which was episode four, like it was nonstop. Like the pacing was crazy. Right. And you end. see it ratings too, like ratings for the first three are kind of like this. And then yeah. four, it's like, <laughs> so it takes off. Whereas um, you get a sort of like hit the ground running feeling with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. And also because like, this is a, a spy action show, buddy comedy with obviously like racial overtones and undertones and uh I, man there's just so much good going on with this like again uh i'm i'm floored i, I now i'm gonna watch every single tv show that they they shove shove in my face and i'll probably like every single one but i am also noticing we're getting a difference so we got like bonkers high concept with uh wandavision yep and then we got a pretty straightforward, like, action buddy comedy to sort of palate cleanse. And then next uh, month, or no, June is uh, Loki. And that's going to be bonkers because it's a high concept time travel. Insane. And then what do we got looks, after that? 
Uh, what what's out right after Loki? Miss Marvel. Um, is it Miss Marvel after that? I can't remember actually. I think it is Miss Marvel. It might be Miss Marvel. I know Miss Marvel. I think Miss Marvel, She Hulk, and Moon Knight are all the next three kind of in the works. They are. They are the next three. But so, She Hulk and Moon Knight are twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I yeah I think you're right. Miss Marvel, Marvel ends out. Moon Knight and She Hulk has me so excited. I can't wait for any of them now. Like, it, right. I like. I think it's so hilarious. I'm on the fence, on the fence with Secret Invasion. I uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I I think it's funny that even at the beginning when we were talking about Phase Four and we're like TV shows, like what the fuck? And now I'm like, this is awesome. I don't want to miss a thing. I, and, but I think a lot of that has to do with COVID too. If, if the movies could still play normally, I still feel like I would be like TV shows. I yeah, you know what? I have to disagree because like once I saw WandaVision, I was like, okay, I'm in. And then I and then this one just sort of like hammered it home where I'm like, okay, this is a, a great way to do it. Now it would be cool if we had interspersed movies in between them. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. I'd be I'd be all over that because like like at least there's we got only... Black Widow coming finally. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I, I really I can't wait to see Black Widow. Um I'm actually intrigued by Shang Chi. I think I might actually see that in the theater. I'm uh, I'm digging it so far. Yeah, I'm still on the fence with it. The trailer gave me Black Panther vibes, where I was just like, yeah, okay. But then but I ended up watching. I, then I watched Black Panther, and I was like, that was fucking amazing. So that's kind of why, and I got a similar vibe from it. Um, but I was, but that's immediately where I was at. Yeah, but. Yeah, you know, and it was uh, the same with Captain Marvel, where I saw the trailer and I was like, "Okay." And then I watched the movie and I was like, "This is actually better than I thought it was going to be." Yeah, I mean, basically, we're getting out of the characters now where I don't care about them in the comic books, so it's going to be harder for me to really click with the movies. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Like, I, I thought it was funny how you were uh, like in our Masters of the Universe one, where you mentioned Shang Chi and it was like like Asian character. Like, I think you said D list character yeah we're getting into the c and d listers now so. c and d listers now and like and you said that i remember thinking like yeah that's right that we're there and isn't it fucking ridiculous that we had to get to like c's and d's and i don't even think i think shang chi's more of a d or an e character yeah i mean the guys held like two miniseries over a decade we had to get to him and we had to get to e level just for an asian character that could like yeah. hold their own movie you know which is ridiculous like it's absolutely ridiculous so we had to get that far crazy ridiculous i mean now in retrospect i'm like could have just made iron fist asian i mean they could have they could have like i wouldn't have griped about it too much i would have griped about it because like i'm like ah, why do we have to change characters like that that type of thing but then but, they'll kind of be like why make a white guy asian when you got Shang Chi, which is pretty much an iron fist without an iron fist, <laughs> right? But either way, like I'm, so I am, uh, I'm looking forward to it, and also it's just one of one more one more set of eyes on the product. That's that's keeps like that's my main fucking like theme is more people that watch this, the more people that will continue to buy into this medium that will be inspired by it and hopefully live their lives the best they can because of it. So yeah. why not? You know, yeah. and yeah, I mean, really, I don't care what they release. If they release a movie where I'm just like, man, and I don't want to watch it, I don't give a shit. There's going to be yeah. a lot of people out there that do want to watch it and are going to love it. Good for them, right? 
they've they've already started. They've already started. The uh, the actors already had like a video where he says like, "Hey, for the people that are going to watch this movie that you're excited, awesome. And for the ones that aren't, just give it a shot. Just give it a chance, and maybe keep your opinions to yourself until you watch this." Yeah, I and that's ridiculous that you actually have to preemptively say, "Hey, all you fucking trolls out there, chill out, okay? Just take a breath. Yeah. Check out the movie. You might like it." And and that's all it, that's all really it comes down to. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't care. I'm pumped for Black Widow. I'm gonna watch Black Widow. I bet you there's a lot of people that don't really give a shit about Black Widow and they're not gonna watch it. Whatever. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna enjoy it. Oh, that. Uh, what if that's that's their show after Loki? Yes, that's correct. That's and correct. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, I'll check out that one. I mean, uh, what Chris Evans is reprising, <laughs> or you know, he's playing Peter Parker. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. It looks cool. And now I'm like, why couldn't he be Peter Parker in Spider Verse too? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, just great. Or sorry, I meant Spider Man: uh, No Way Home. I think that's because that's Spider Verse too, right? Yeah, two point five. <laughs> <laughs> why not right what, or what, it would be 1.5 1.5 I am excited for Spider-Verse 2 like the actual Spider-Verse 2 the fact that they're I bringing in the animated wait. Spidey from the 90s and the same voice actors returning I honestly can't wait I honestly can't wait yeah. uh, so like that was another one of those movies where I, I was like I don't know this this could be really good but I don't know if it's going to be as good and like you, then you watch it and you're like this is one of my favorite Spider-Man movies period Easily. Like that's it. That's all. It's not my favorite of all time, but it's like I think I'm currently at top four. I think it's top four. It's definitely top five for sure. Definitely top five. Yeah. For what? Like superheroes or Spidey movies? Uh, Spidey movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. My top three. I think it's actually. Hold on. So I'm uh, like Spider-Man two. I'm kind of Spider-Man 2, and then right after that, it's like Spider-Verse, and then, boom, Spidey. Uh, I'm actually more uh, Spider-Man 2, Homecoming, and Spider-Verse. Yeah. That's where I'm currently at for my top three. That's right. And then Spider-Man, and then uh, Far From Home. And then Far From Home. See, I like Far From Home, I think, more than Homecoming, when I really think about it. Far From Home? I, You know what? It, it's today. Today, I'm telling you that that's where the ranking is at. But tomorrow, I might watch Far From Home and be like, nah, man, this is like, they're both really good movies. But they're I, both I just, really good. I feel like the spirit of Spider-Man is more so in Homecoming than it is in Far From Home, which is ironic because the whole movie is him trying to stand on his own two feet yeah. without trying to be Tony Stark, right? Yeah, but yeah, flying in jets and making suits and in jets. That one, I'm like, that's okay because you know now you have your cake and eat it too. You you have Peter Parker make his suit, which is what you wanted. He just does it with Stark tech, which is fine. It's what I wanted. I, I'm still not fully getting what I want, though. Okay, I'm excited for Spider Verse or Sp Spider Verse. I'm ex excited for Spider Man Three, 
because of my love of those movies. But at the same time, I'm not excited because that means one more Tom Holland Spidey where he's depending on other people. And he's not the sole focus. Yep. So. We'll yeah. see what happens. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. Maybe it'll just be a little positive, you know? As my De Niro face. It's a pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really do a De Niro impression, but his face, the I can face. be pretty good. Face do a pretty great. good De Niro face. Face is really great. Yeah. So anyway, enough about this fucking Spider-Man bullshit. Can we go with like one camcast where you don't talk about Spider-Man? Yeah. What the fuck? Wrestling? I think, I think it's mostly me too. <laughs> anyway. So Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to say a couple of things that I maybe not necessarily didn't like, but I'll just get whatever like nitpicks I have out of the way first. And then we'll just gush unless you have like other ways you want to do this. No, I mean, I got no notes. So, yeah. Okay. We're just going to go for it. So, um, my first, well, I mean, just my nitpick. One of my nitpicks is, uh, I Sharon Carter's character, mm. um, the tease about whether or not she's the power broker. I know, like they say in the the last episode, they actually like refer to her as the power broker. But you could argue that that was only because Bashrock thought she was the power broker, and she was like maybe yeah. stepping into the role as power broker or whatever. But you could argue that Sharon was like deep cover. Yeah. But ultimately, I think, you know, even though we didn't get to see a scroll tease, I th- think it they should have at least given you some sort of a hint that she was a scroll. Because even been- if even if uh, she is the power broker, 100%, and let's say for the sake of argument, she's 100% the power broker. She totally was the entire time she's a power broker. Yeah. That's so completely out of character for Sharon. Like, even when she starts to so, kind of write off her attitude and actions as being like, well, you know, not all of us got pardons. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, when I watched Winter Soldier, you know, you were part of the CIA and you, like, in secret helped Captain America in uh you know civil war and now we're talking like what that's almost 10 years removed because of the blip and the and everything so wouldn't she have been like why wouldn't she have been pardoned they didn't explain i guess if they would explain that much maybe and also like like I mean, for Christ, it's such a weird character alignment, misalignment that I have, I have no choice but to think she is a scroll because that's the only way to explain it to me where I go, okay, that makes sense. It makes sense that she would be, you know, off in Europe as the power broker uh, doing all these like weird back alley deals yeah, just so that, you know, she can get a hold of the super, serum, so, super soldier serum or maybe ultimately destroy it. So that way they can't create an army of Captain Americas to help fight the Skrulls, right? Right. So that was that was one. That's one that I still like, no matter how I look at it, I'm like, ah, like it was awesome to see her. And she again played the role really great. Yep. Uh looked like a legit ass kicker, definitely looked like somebody who could like run shoulder to shoulder with Bucky and Falcon and Captain America as she should. 
but the power broker stuff just really didn't do anything. I, no, me. I totally agree. And that, that was actually, that was one of my negatives in the show because I was super happy to see Sharon Carter back. And I understood why she was doing what she was doing well, not in the U.S. And very cool to go to Madripoor. Very cool. Yes. Oh, when I heard Madripoor, I was like, Woo! Very cool. I'm like, oh, yes. Nice. Can I nice. just see a, like a clip of some just the big hair. hair midget? Just the hair. <laughs> yeah, just, just a big haired midget smoking a cigar. Like, just, I don't have to show his face, just but some, I'll know. Yeah. I'll know it's him. <laughs> But then the whole the whole end where I was like, okay, she's not the power broker, and then and then she is, and I'm, I'm like, this is so fucking strange. This is so weird. Exactly. If they scroll. I'm like, oh yeah, they are doing the scroll shit. So probably. Yeah. So they they have to do something. They have to drop hints about someone. I feel like that's the easiest one. If yeah. they do actually have her as a scroll, I'll be like, okay, that makes sense. If they don't. I'll still be like, what the fuck? This makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense for the real Sharon Carr. It, it honestly wouldn't. I mean, Peggy was her hero. Her, her grandmother was her hero. Exactly. And, and you know, you'd never do something like that. So, I mean, and, and she and Steve, she loved him as a man and she, and what he stood for. And what, so it, none of it made sense for a character. None of it. And I mean, there was even sort of like a hint or two that she could hook up with Bucky. Yeah. And and even then I was like, well, that also that actually works. I feel like that works better. Yeah. You know? Me too. Absolutely. But uh so that I felt was like a misstep for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm just trying to think there was something else. Oh, uh killing off Batrock. I didn't like that. No, I didn't like that. I was really happy to see him back. In two and episodes. for more than one, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, for more than one episode, I was like, I was like super pumped, and I'm like, okay, yeah. all right, very cool. And then, then they killed him off, and I was like, ah, well, they killed off pretty much everybody in this, besides, Zeno. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, Flake Smashers, what do you think about the Flake Smashers? I liked it, I liked the concept, liked in it. fact, the whole concept based on uh, treating the blip as not a punchline like they did in far from home mm -hmm. but actually like looking at the serious ramifications of having the entire world move on after half the population was like disappeared mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and then they came back and then they're like well we don't really have any room for you we did uh we did fine without you so into like refugee camps and stuff like that and like now that whole section of the population is just at the bottom of the absolute bottom. I was like, Oh, that's kind of interesting. So with the flag smashers idea of taking the world back to the, you know, the snapping, like pre snapping, then yeah. it's like that, like, it makes a lot of sense. And it, I like it because you, you, they start off and you're like, okay, all right. Like you can, you're almost rooting for them because you can understand why they're doing it. Yeah, but it's only until Carly kills the people that then you start to go, okay, all right, all right. But their look was great. I liked how it was essentially just a mask mm -hmm. with the the slash marks. I thought that was cool, and I thought it was. I, I liked how like you didn't really know who was a flag smasher until you knew. Yeah, like especially towards the last couple episodes where they were like. Uh, 
like literally hammering it out so that there was more flag smashes than you than you had seen prior, right? So the concept I thought was great. I thought it was great how like you had the one core flag smasher in Carly, uh, Morgenthal. Anyway, um, and how that was a, a, a gender swap. But I was like, that it worked. It worked fine. But then I liked how she had like her own group of them, and they were all flag smashers. I liked it. I thought it was awesome. There was no, no real complaints about it, except that they killed her off. Yeah, they did. They did. You know, and I thought um, she was the only interesting flag smasher of the bunch. She had, well, she had to be. She had to be the only one. She was the I just, anchor. I, she I, was, I, just, I, I was just in that, like, I don't know. I, they bored me as villains. Okay. I mean, the, the, <laughs> that's, that's all I got. Is I mean, that's okay. all it comes down to. Like, Marvel Universe is so rich with characters, and, and you just all these people that don't really exist. Mm, okay. I mean, I get I it. It's just, it, it bugs me when they, like a whole show is spent on these characters that don't exist in the comics. When there's so many characters in the comics that could come to life in the show. Okay. I mean, I, 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 have, I still maintain, I like the, the twist on the concept of Flag Smasher. Yeah. Yeah. It worked for me. Good. Thanks. <laughs> um i don't really think i have yeah i think I, that's good for just anyway what else uh oh what do you think of uh the potential for the second falcon the second falcon yeah i mean falcon's already he's captain america but he's still kind of the falcon right he's still got the mm -hmm. wings and stuff yeah, but I mean, they introduced that character in the comic books. They had him do exactly the same thing. Yeah, and he retools Red Wing, and you know he's going to fix up those wings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like if he doesn't become Falcon, that's a missed opportunity. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in Cap Four. I, I kind of have a feeling we're going to see. Um... Patriot from the Young Avengers, if anything. I don't I don't think so. I think no? uh, I think they'll save him for Young Avengers, which they should. They should. It, I mean, right now they're I mean, they're playing together the Young Avengers as you watch it, you know. <laughs> no, I know, and, and that's fine. Um because the thing with Patriot though is his story is only tangently tied to Captain America. His yeah. story is Isaiah Bradley. So it's all yeah. Isaiah Bradley because but, uh, he's the Isaiah grandson. Bradley is totally connected to the Falcon now or Captain America. Right, right. And I mean, yes, Isaiah Bradley is linked to Captain America, but even in the comic books, it was Young Avengers was when he was introduced as Patriot. Yeah. And he his story is interesting because I don't know how they're gonna do the uh the powers aspect because he wasn't he on the Mutant, uh, mutant growth hormone. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he was on that. I think it was mutant growth hormone, MGH, and he was. That's what he was taking, and he lied to everybody and said that he had uh, Isaiah Bradley's blood in him, and that's why he was able to do the things. That, and I think, I think he ended up stopping the drugs and stayed on as the leader, kind of like Batman or like Nightwing, where. You know, he's the leader, even though he has no powers. He's just 
the best leader out of all of them. So, yeah. I but I do I I don't think you'll see him in Cap Four or anything other than like maybe a quick cameo, if that. Like yeah. like it might open on the funeral for Isaiah Bradley, and you see him there and and that's that kind of thing. But that's yeah. it. He might get a head nod. I don't think he gets a. Hey man, how's it going? <laughs> you uh, doing some training? You thinking of patrolling the streets or whatever? Because we got a Young Avengers initiative happening, and you should probably sign up. Did no. they say the the kid that was with Isaiah in the in the show? Did they say what his name was? If they did, I couldn't remember. I mean, that could be Patriot for all we know. Well, hold on. Sorry, the uh, the kid Isaiah. Yeah, you know Isaiah had that young kid living with him. Yeah. That was his grandson. I'm almost certain. They could technically I, make him Patriot, though. He would be Patriot. Right. So they've introduced him already. Yeah, I thought you understood that. I thought you understood that that was who he was. No, I, I totally, I, I don't really rem- recall the origin in the comic of Patriot. So when you I'm surprised just, that I do. <laughs> You remember all that weird shit. Actually, yeah, at this point, <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised. No, no, no. So in the comic books, Patriot yeah. is the grandson of Isaiah Bradley. Okay, so this is him in the show then? That is. It is 100% him. Okay. That's right. why I'm saying, but that's I still maintain. Okay. If it's a funeral type thing in Cap 4, and I'm calling it right now that that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Then you're only going to see him. He might get like a handshake type of thing but it's not going to be a, a dialogue of any sort and i do think that they will save that for young avengers if they're smart you gotta save someone right well i mean they haven't introduced hulk uh hulkling or who's the other one uh it's wiccan and wiccan and, uh, well, and speed are introduced already wiccan and speed are introduced so they're okay so it's hulkling hulkling mid uh Who's uh oh Hawkeye's daughter? Right. And Scott Lang's daughter. Right. And they're introducing yeah. them. Oh yeah, Hawkeye's coming up too. That's probably after Hawkeye's that. coming up. And yeah. uh so that's where we get the full on like uh introduction for her. Yeah. And I believe Ant Man three has got uh Cassie. Cassie in there. Because she's grown up now. That's right. That's right. So she ends up being, I think it's Stature. Yeah, she's Stature. And then the other one's just Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. They just call her Hawkeye, which is fine. Again, I'm okay with it. I saw the screenshot of her in her costume, and I thought, okay, that works. I like it. I'm excited for the Young Avengers. And then, hell, they could even have Zemo break out of uh, the raft with the Thunderbolts, and that could be the villains for them to fight. Speaking of which, I thought it was hilarious that I was like, nah, Thunderbolts. And then at the end of that episode, he's in the raft. He's and in I the th- raft. I honestly felt like tweeting like, hey, motherfucker, <laughs> guess who called that shit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So he's there. I'm glad he's still alive. Yeah. I really yeah, I also. Um, the growth of his character in the show. I mean, this isn't a negative by any means, but like the growth of his character in the show. Because he was so kind bad. of like a, like he was interesting, but at the same time, he was kind of like a one note kind of bad guy in Civil War. Like, yep. it was really cool to see him in. And <laughs> he's got the freaking pimp jacket, got the mask on for a scene. Like, that was awesome. I would have liked to see more 
with the mask, but I understand why we only saw the once. Yeah. You know, and I was like, okay with it. But I mean, they, they, uh, they did a great job. I, I actually really liked how, um, like he's a, he's a man of conviction Yeah, where he was like, look, fuck super soldiers. <laughs> like, you know, they look at them like they're gods, but they're not. Right. And then when he had the opportunity for the soldier, super soldier serum, he destroys it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really, really cool. Really cool. Scoop that up. And he could have. He could have scooped it up and did it and said, you know what? I gotta fight fire with fire. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's a bad guy, so he doesn't really have to. It's like uh, like when we talk about wrestling, like if you're a heel, you just say whatever the hell you want, do whatever you want. And if you say you're gonna do something and then you don't do it, you can just be like, fuck, I lied. I don't care. That's <laughs> great. I don't I don't fucking have to say I don't have to do anything you want me to do. What do you expect? You know, I got what I wanted, which was I won. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Right? right. So they could have gone that route, but I do like how they, they made them a little bit more nuanced and made them a little bit more of uh, the kind of bad guy where you can kind of see where he comes from. Yes. You know? Absolutely, actually. Yeah. Um, which means, like, if they do the full on Thunderbolts thing, and I really hope that they try to do it like the original Thunderbolts where it's the masters of evil in costume as the Thunderbolts. So with it, we know, we know that it's Zemo as major victory, Yeah. but the rest of the world doesn't. And they're like uh, a suicide squad type of thing, you know, but I I feel like they're probably just going to go with, zemo like their actual incarnations as opposed yeah. to the hidden aspect because like i mean it's easier that way and not everyone is familiar with the concept of thunderbolts or if they are there might not be con- con- uh familiar with the original concept because i think in most recent versions they're pretty much just like a government black ops team yeah pretty much yeah and i th- wasn't u.s agent leading them at one point uh i don't know i don't know i don't know but it wouldn't surprise me if he at one point he was i know that like uh thunderbolt ross was was leading yes. it as red hulk yeah he was on there but uh any in any event um that was the other part too was knowing that we were going to get to u.s agent and having him be the guy that leads the thunderbolts yeah. at least that's what it appears to be i think it works really well yeah um oh fuck that u.s agent costume though that looks great. So good. Now, I got to tell you, I actually really liked John Walker's Captain America costume because I would not have wanted him to wear the actual Captain America suit. And I'm glad that they didn't. But it makes sense because it's essentially like a corporation going, eh, you know, this is what Captain America should look like now. We should update it, modernize it, make it our yep. own type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I liked it how it looked like a Captain America suit, but it wasn't the Captain America suit, but also immediately looked like U.S. agent suit. So I was like, I can't wait to see what the official version looks like. And then when you see it and it's black and red and oh, red and white was the stripes. Awesome. I was like, it looks awesome. And you know what? Like Riot, uh, Wyatt Russell did such a great job as that character. And they did also, such a good job with that character too, because like I like how they get to that point where like he kills the guy, 
Yeah. He's like stripped of Captain America. And he's yeah. like, look, you don't understand the pressure I'm under. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a fucking soldier and now I'm Captain America. Like, you don't get it. And then at the end, there's a clear choice where he could kill or help. And he helps. And I was so glad they did that because me too. That's another part of U.S. agent where, like, I look at U.S. agent as like the Red Hood, where he's the guy that's going to do the things that Batman won't or can't do. And he's yeah. not going to feel that bad about it, you know. So U.S. agent being the perfect soldier is a perfect analogy. So he's still a good guy, and they still maintain that. You know, he was just what needs conflicted. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked the, the chemistry with like him and his wife, like how she was always there when he was trying on the suits and everything. And yeah, oh yeah. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's cute. That's cute. it was great. That whole thing so, was great. His his story arc was amazing. Here's, here's something that didn't click with me and, and should have. That's Kurt Russell's son. How did you not know that? I did not know that. I did not know that at all until I read read uh, Kurt, his parents, Kurt and Goldie or something in an article. I was just like, oh, my God. One second. Michelle, can you get my drink for me, please? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I like. I didn't make the connection right away. But I mean, he looks so much like his dad. Like it's God, crazy. He even sounds like him. Like when after I I found out, yeah. and I was listening to him. I was like, Jesus, he sounds like Kurt. How did I not get? Yeah, this? I uh, like when I Google him. Actually, that's when I was like, oh, oh, that makes perfect sense that he's their son. But it's funny. He is. He's actually gone on record saying he will not play Snake Plissken. <laughs> yeah, I will not do a remake. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you say that now, but if somebody offers you a truckload of money, and your dad's you're probably like, going to be snake. Your dad's Plissken. like, go for it. <laughs> Fuck, even if his dad says, yeah, I'd rather you didn't. How about Kurt go, come back too, and we have the son of Snake? I was just going to say they'll just go. Hold on, hold on. Maybe, maybe it's not Snake Pliskin, but it's yeah. Snake Pliskin Junior, and we just never refer to him as Junior ever. It's Solid Pliskin. Yeah. Of it's like Nick Fury Jr. Where they just call him Nick Fury. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> well, because it would be confusing. Because then you'd have people watching the MCU movies. Yeah. Check out the comic books and then go, why is Nick Fury a cranky old white guy? Like, this makes no sense. Oh, well, this that's, is based on the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> that's right. And then they go, okay, so I got to read the Ultimate books? No, 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 no. Just wait. We've yeah. already introduced Nick Fury Jr. Yeah. And then we'll kill off Nick Fury, and then we'll never call him Nick Fury Jr. again. And that's a legit thing they did at comic books. And so far, it's stuck. Yep. Oh, that's right, because isn't Nick Fury still the Watcher? Yes, he is. He's on the moon. I'm, I am just... Jeez, man. Oh, <laughs> man. I am great. And I didn't, I didn't even read that book. <laughs> I was so confused. Like I was reading Exiles and the blink goes up to the moon and Nick Fury's there like in a cloak and everything talking to her. And right. Like, yeah. What the, when, when did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Cause you found out that like he was on the blue side of the moon. Yeah. And he was the guy, like the last ditch effort for any sort of uh, cosmic entities showing up on earth. And all the Nick Furies that were down Earth were all life model decoys. And I have wasted my life. <laughs> I know all of this. 
<laughs> I know all of this, and I didn't even read the book. I read the last issue of that. Uh, what was it? Fear itself. Yeah. No. Original sin. Oh. Because <laughs> fear itself was with uh, Thor. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where you got to see like original. Sin. They all got their own Mjolnir's. I was so done with like those books by then. I was just like, I can't believe oh, yeah. that they're still doing yearly freaking event books. Like I know, like make it every two years now. Yeah. Make it every two years now. Cause yeah. then like, I mean, yes, you're always going to get a sales bump every year with those events, but like make it two years. And in those two years have those lasting changes, you yeah. know, because like it was, uh, what the hell was it? Secret invasion. Mm-hmm. And Secret Invasion bled into, oh, let's back up here. Let's back up. So we had, um, oh, what's the one where Norman, Norman Osborn took over in Secret Invasion? That's right. Yeah. That's right. He killed the, was it, or was it uh, the Thor book? You know what? I'm a little bit, uh, I'm getting a little bit mixed up here. A little bit mixed up. I know I think that... Invasion was the last one I read for like event books. And I was like, nah, I, I'm done with these. Yeah, yeah. But there was the one where, because like, there was the, the Avengers run by uh, Norman Osborn and it was no longer S.H.I.E.L.D. It was Hammer. Yeah. That's right. And he was the Iron Patriot. And then you had... Uh, Dakin as Wolverine. Mm -hmm. That's right. I think, yes, I think Secret Invasion led into that. I'm going to see. I, I got to take a look here. Yeah. Let's see. I, let's I, see how I, well I, I'm I, doing. I, I take a, let's see. Where are we here? Major events. Uh, going all the way up to the 2000s here. Okay. Yeah, so. Civil War. Let's see. And uh, then Civil War, I think, led into Secret Invasion. Right. And then Secret Invasion led into Fear Itself. Where the hell is Civil War on this list? Or Maximum. <clears throat> Secret War. Right, then they had Annihilation, Secret War, Annihilation, Conquest, War of Kings, Realm of Kings. Yeah, they don't even have it on here. Shadowlands, Chaos War, Exiled, Inhuman Inhumanity, Revolutionary War. Dude, they got like four a year. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, but I'm looking at like the big ones, right? Like the big line-wide events. Uh, damnation. Yeah, I don't know. That that doesn't even give me civil war on that list. Hmm. Anyway, we don't really have to go through that now. Um, oh. Okay, I got oh. it. Oh, okay. I got it. Civil War. Yep. Then Planet Hulk. Or World, World War Hulk. Right, okay. 
right? And then they had um, War of Kings was the next big one. And then it was Siege, the Thor one. That's the one I'm thinking about. So Siege is where Norman Osborn took out the main guy and then yeah. he ended up leading it. That led into uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah, Chaos War, Age of Ultron, right? And then they had the Avengers and X-Men crossover and Secret Wars, Civil War II, Secret Empire, Infinity Wars, War of the Realms. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then Absolute Carnage and Empire, and now, now they just did King in Black. Empire came and went <laughs> yeah that, that was gone a flash oh like, i you know what i was like whatever fine yeah do whatever you want to do that's fine i don't need to check it out no so yeah anyway i don't even know where we were going with all of that but i think we were just discussing how you know a lot of stuff i think that's ultimately what happened yeah that's that's pretty much that was it started off with me talking about how u.s agent may or may not have led the thunderbolts and how i know so much shit about comic books that it's crazy and it's even funnier too where it's like it's not just like localized to dc mm-hmm. it's it's all it's almost all encompassing <laughs> if it's marvel and it's dc chances are i know about it yeah yeah oh shit and then you got your savage dragon corner of the image universe on there yeah not as much though not as much because like like savage dragon sure i know quite a bit about that yeah. i know chunks about invincible but i don't know all about invincible you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know uh, bits and pieces about Gen 13, like the Wildstorm stuff. Yep. Actually, I, I do know quite a bit of uh, the image, image. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, in the 90s, that, I mean, Spawn, Youngblood, Shadowhawk, Pit, Max, like, far. So I read all of them. I've read every single one of Me those. Me too. All of them. Yeah. Anywho, uh, so back to Falcon yeah, and the Winter yeah, Soldier. So you, like the cost, yeah, the costume for U.S. Agent looks great. But while we're on costumes, hold on, no, 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 save it, save it for when we talk about that person. Okay, continue. Only, only because uh, obviously a large part of this is going to be devoted to this uh, the character arc for Sam. Yeah, and it's only fitting that we deal with that when we get to that. All right. Okay. Um, the Countess, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was so great. Like, I literally went, oh my God, she's in the show? This yeah. is so cool. And then when she said her full name, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. And then immediately I was like, yeah, here we go. This is the, the backdoor pilot for Thunderbolts. Yep. So, I mean, it was great. I, I loved how, like, even I read reports where they literally, like, kept her completely covered when they brought her onto the set so that they could film the episode and then completely covered her to let her leave the set so that way like when it did there was no leaks or anything and that was it like i was like full lord when i saw i had no idea like he's no clue you know john sitting there on that bench outside the courtroom you hear the the footsteps coming down the hall and then I heard her voice. I thought it was uh, going to be Thunderbolt Ross I legit thought it was going to be Ross and I was like okay I heard the voice and I was like what? Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I was like, oh. wow! 
I did not yeah. see her starring in a Marvel show, but that is awesome. No, me neither, but that was awesome. Uh, she's great. I love her. She's one of my favorites, oh, yeah. uh, period. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I can't uh, can't wait to see her now. Yeah. That, that was exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. I'm very disappointed that they killed off Battlestar. Yeah. Really disappointed because I liked him. I, I liked how... Uh, I mean, sure, it fed into John Walker losing himself into Captain America. Yep. But, like, I feel like you could have just put him into critical condition and got the same result. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I liked how they played it right from the beginning. You're introduced to John Walker, his wife, and his best friend. Yeah. And the first thing he does when he's Captain America is he brings along his best friend as his Bucky. You know, and in the comic books, that's exactly how it was. You know, Battlestar was uh, John Walker's Captain America's Bucky. Mm -hmm. And that's hilarious that you think about it back in the day that they had a black Bucky. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of decades ago, you had a black Bucky and he was tied with John Walker and tied. John Walker was a racist in the comic books. I, I don't know if he still is, but he definitely was when he first came out. Yeah, glad they didn't really talk about that so much at all. They just made it that like the dichotomy was Captain America, good man, John Walker, perfect soldier. Yep. But I do think it was it was disappointing to see them kill off Battlestar. He had a pretty sweet costume too. I thought that was really cool. He did. He had a really cool costume. And you know i mean they worked well together it would have been nice to see more of that but yeah, their chemistry I mean, together was just as good as winter soldier and falcon exactly and i mean and that's another thing too is like it, it has to be really good right mm-hmm. there has to be good chemistry between them because essentially they're you know cap and bucky now right but although i know we say like essentially they're cap and bucky but like in the mcu the modern world doesn't necessarily know that Cap and Bucky were like, you know, like tight, tight, tight. They just know that he was on the team and that they were like best friends. They know they were best friends, but like, I guess it's also because Bucky in the comic books is different than Bucky in the MCU. Very different. Cause like Bucky in the MCU is just a soldier who ends up being turned into the winter soldier. Whereas in the comic books, under Brubaker's run, which I just restarted with issue one, you find out that like Bucky's the guy that's doing all the dirty work. Yeah. Like Captain America's wearing the, the flag, so you can't show him killing too many people. But you can have Bucky <laughs> <laughs> in the background sniping out guys or you know, killing people with knives and stuff. That was um, such a great run. Oh my god, that was a great run. Yeah, it was so great. Actually, um, I am glad I wanted to reference that run because this TV show, there's parts that are heavily inspired by that run, which is really cool, really cool. And I like what they did with that. Uh, but most of that stuff is tied to to Sam. So I, I don't really have uh, I don't think I have too much else to get to before we get to Sam. Um, no, I mean, the Bucky stuff was great, you know. Actually, I, yeah, I, well, let's do the Bucky I, stuff. The Bucky stuff was what, awesome. I, I've. Sebastian Stan, for a guy I had no idea who he was when he started playing Bucky, this guy is so great. 
in this role. He's so good. He's so good that even um, uh, Rucka, who's like like pissed with Marvel right now because he's not getting any like revenue or anything from them or rec- like he, I think he just got like uh, created by uh, Rucka, right? So mm-hmm. he's not getting any royalties or anything like that. So he's just like, like fuck him. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, it's it's tough because he's doing such a great job with the role that you know I'm more than even though I'm really super pissed about everything else. I think it's Greg Rucka. I, I'm pretty sure it's Rucka. Who's a, okay, so Rucka is mad. Why? Because he created. The concept of Bucky as the Winter Soldier is yeah. his his concept, so he created it, but he's not getting any he's not getting any royalties at all for it. So he created it, but then Brubaker brought it to life. Oh, sorry, sorry, that's what I meant. I meant Brubaker. I always oh, get those Brubaker. two mixed up, Ruck and Brubaker. I always get them mixed up, but yes, it's okay. Brubaker. Yeah, you Brubaker's a hundred percent. Like I, I feel like it's it's honestly bullshit that the Marvel movies that were like based on characters created by Stanley and, and Kirby or Ditko or whoever, they'll say the creator names, you know, you, you got the creator names for cap there. But when it comes to these lower characters, like Falcon and Winter soldier and stuff, like why doesn't it still say that? Why does it say Falcon created by, you know, it's, I, I honestly believe it's because the estates of those people, like the, those creators prior, like fought really hard to mm-hmm. make it. So, because like Marvel and DC, you know, they essentially they own those characters. So, yeah, they do. They'll, they'll say, "Yeah, you you created this concept, but we own it." So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I, I think at the end of the day, if you're going to be making money off a of creation, even though you do own it, you can at least just throw their name out there. Whether they're getting money or revenue off of it, yeah. It, but like, I mean, just give them the you know. Well, think about it though. If it wasn't for Brubaker, we wouldn't have had the Winter Soldier. We wouldn't. You know, we wouldn't have had, uh, we might have had the, the death of Captain America, but I, I, it's hard to say that they would have had the guts to do it if they didn't already have this character to fall back on. Yeah. You know, um, you know, maybe they would have went to, to Falcon first before that, but I don't think so because I feel like if Falcon didn't have the extra added exposure that he did in the MCU, he would never have become Captain America in the comic books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I shouldn't say never, but I don't, I don't, I, I have a hard time believing that he would. I think they would have gave it to someone else. They might even have given it to Jack Monroe, who used to be Nomad. Yeah. Who used to be a Bucky, you know? Mm-hmm. They could have just resurrected him and said, hey, all your past sins are forgiven. You're yep. Captain America now. And a lar- I, I guarantee you a large part of the fans would go, okay, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. I mean, hell, his Nomad costume was loosely inspired by Steve Rogers' horrifyingly terrible Nomad costume. <laughs> 90s Nomad is where it's at. The long hair and the trench coat and the baby Bucky on the back. Yep. The domino mask. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So good. So good. He actually had like the under the jacket was the chest piece of the nomad suit. Yep. Zipped up though. It didn't have that giant disco chest. <laughs> and no yellow cape, which for some reason Steve Rogers was like, 
you know what? I need a cape. I need a cape now. I'm it's fine with these I, buttons. It's been missing. It's been missing from my boots, life. A cape. <laughs> I'm on such a 90s Marvel like superhero kick right now. Just because it's the 30th anniversary of like all these characters. And you're old as fuck and you want to retrace all the steps. Yeah. I, I love Darkhawk, right? And I, I was so pumped to see that Darkhawk one shot come out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And was it all it could be and more? It was great. Oh, man. It was so good. The original oh, creators were on it. Kyle Higgins, Kyle Higgins did uh, the, it's three stories that are all kind of tied together from different okay. spots in, in Darkhawk's history. So the first story is street-based with the original creators. And then, and then the second story is cosmic-based with um, the guys that wrote Annihilation, Lanning okay. and Madman or whatever. Yep. And then the third one is today, and it's written by Kyle Higgins. And he hasn't said anything, but he's teasing that he's going to be writing Darkhawk this fall so i feel like that one should be like a mini series don't say it's a monthly say it's yeah. a mini series and then based on sales then go monthly because mm -hmm. then you don't have to worry about uh ending a run before you officially end it right yeah you can write a finite six-part story and mm -hmm. if people go nuts for it then give them at least a year right yeah. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't, I don't make the decisions at Marvel. Disney does. So what do I know? What do you know? Yeah. I know a lot about comic books. That's what yeah. I know. <laughs> more than Disney. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. More yes. than Disney. I think I'm my thinking. knowledge would rival Kevin Feige. Your knowledge would probably, yeah. I think you would have more knowledge than Kevin Feige because I don't know if he actually reads the comics or if people just bring him books and go check out this character and story and then he reads them. Yeah, but even then he still has the knowledge though. Yeah, I don't know. And, and I got to tell you, you can't... I have yet to see a picture of shark. him in the comic. Okay, but you've never actually... You could argue that the Gamcaster's never seen me read a comic book. <laughs> right, but... The crazy amount of Superman and Spider-Man shirts that you have. Yeah, but uh, plenty of people have Spider-Man shirts and Superman shirts and never read a book in their life. Idiots. No, they could be fans of the TV show. They could be fans of the movie. They could be fans of the cartoon. They could be fans of just the concept in general. They don't have to read the, or the logo. And Kenneth, the logo. They could be, that's right. They they don't have to be fans. I have of talked everything. to so many people with Thundercat shirts on, and I'm like, oh, Thundercats, nice. And they're like, yeah, I like the lion logo. And then and you immediately and judge as far them, as it goes. It's as far as it goes. I'm just like, yeah. You that. just, you just, uh, you gotta I'm stop that way. Kenneth. Stop gatekeeping. I'm not gatekeeping. It's a I cool know. logo. It's a cool logo. I, it I just is. Really it is. To talk to somebody about it. It's so cool. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. So I've got, I've got nothing else. Everything else is just Sam. Um, searching the memory bank real quick that I can Do think I of. Anything else? Oh, very nice to see uh, Rhodey in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, but disappointing not to see him again afterwards. It would right. be nice I, to the see the whole time. I was expecting him to return in some capacity. I honestly was expecting him in the last episode to just kind of give another little sort of like like yeah. nod, right? But because like or I mean, him to see him as another black man checking out the Isaiah uh, and Isaiah Bradley statue. Yeah, that would have been that actually would have been a cool way to end it because yeah. like that part was awesome. I thought that was oh, so cool, dude. I had tears in my eyes. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that is awesome. That is awesome, especially because like 
isn't uh, Rhodey a part of the Armor Wars? And yeah. that's another TV show coming up? Yeah. That's another one. Now, is he a War Machine or does he become Iron Man? No, because they're, he they're, become introducing, Iron they're introducing Ironheart, Riri Williams. Right, 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 right. But so that means he can't be Iron Man? Mm, well, isn't she called Iron Man at first? I thought, uh, you know what? I'm not uh, that familiar with her. Before, so before Ironheart. Iron no, you're right. You're right. Because uh, wasn't Tony Stark technically dead and he was an AI? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I gotta stop. I gotta stop, man. This just Bendis I can't at, help. That, it. that was Bendis at the end of his Marvel run. He like the, like the fucking leader, just like uh. yeah. I just so well, much going like, on up at this break. <laughs> yeah, because I remember bits and pieces towards the end of that run where it was like uh, you know they we found out that Tony Stark's parents weren't his actual parents and his parents were really aliens, uh, but nobody talks about that now. <laughs> so that might have been a why. quick. They retconned, and then they went, oh, you know what, maybe we'll just retcon that out of existence. Yeah. Uh, I think after the, and then they killed him off. That's right. I think his AI was in the Iron Man suit, and that's how she was called Iron Man. Regardless, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I think that'll be a cool way to introduce her. Yep. In that show. It, unless they can introduce her sooner, but we'll see. And then they'll likely put her on the... Uh... Young Avengers too. Yeah. Oh, isn't uh Kang? Young Kang is on uh Young Avengers too. Uh yeah. Like Young Kang looks like a young vision. Well, nope. Young Kang actually looks like a young Kang, but he was originally Iron Lad. Iron Lad, there it is. Okay. I knew there was an oh, Iron character in there. Man. Really? You were right. You were right. You were right. There was one more character. We both yeah. missed it. You helped me remember. Yeah. Deep <laughs> that it is Iron Lad, and he was Kang, a young Kang from the future, sent back in time to uh, change the future. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so so Sam, uh, I've always. Uh, liked Anthony Mackie's depiction of Sam Wilson. Uh, even like from the second we meet him in the opening minutes of the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Immediately, I was like, "Wow, you guys like they could have cast anybody to play Sam Wilson, but they got a guy who at least was directed enough that he understood the character. He got that he was a former soldier." And what always gets me is about in the MCU's portrayal of uh, Sam Wilson, he's really just a regular guy, just like Captain America, like just like Steve Rogers. He's just a guy who just wants to do the right thing. And that's what he's going to do. Yeah. You know, my only continued complaint with uh, Sam Wilson is his Falcon costumes aside from Winter Soldier, tend to be on the more bulkier side. Yes. And I know you could argue that it has to be a bit more bulkier because he's got a jetpack with wings on his back, right? So Mm -hmm. he's going to be flying, so there's going to be wind resistance and things like that. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But why is his face almost completely uncovered? Except for sunglasses. Why does he always have his sleeves rolled up? (laughs) Right? (laughs) 
So, and it seems weird that they go from the sleek, like ultimate style, boring black ops suit, right? In Winter Soldier to mm-hmm. each one looking more and more closer to the comic book one to yeah. like, even in the first couple episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier, where you've got the white and red color scheme that he's most known for, which is good that they got rid of that brown green shit thing that they had. Yeah. The original. Yep. Nope. Oh, it's just terrible. Just terrible, 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 terrible. But like, so that's my only real complaint is that like even the the cap costume is still a little bit on the bulkier side. It looks way better in motion though. My problem with the cap costume is I think it looks great. The costume, I don't like the headpiece. I don't like the headgear. Not and a fan of the like, headpiece. And either. I don't like the headgear because even though it it's like the comic book look, it's literally like almost it, it's pretty much identical to the comic. But Sam Wilson, the comic, is drawn with like a longer head, right? Mackie has oh. a very small round head. And by doing this, it makes that's him true. Has a little tiny head on a body, like a big body. Yeah, yeah, it, you're right. It, it you're really right. just blocked his face in. And it just, it's it, almost it like they should have went the cap helmet style. Yeah, or like, I and don't then know. just like totally negate all the white stuff here. Even if they just did the white, like up the side of the neck kind of thing. Like they, right up to they there. They go like this and they go over the, the goggles and then back down, eh? And it just oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. makes the space look really tiny. So like no, yeah, you're right. I got that. I, I got hope that. I hope for Captain America 4 they they trim that up a bit because I think they will. I think they will. Yeah. I think the suit will get a little bit more streamlined a, a bit as well, too. Um Otherwise, overall it looked, awesome. it looked awesome. And the way he flew and, and threw the shield and then, like all the combos he was pulling off. But I, I also like the training montage where they showed him specifically working it so that he could be Captain America, but also like incorporate Falcon into Cap- Captain America yes. and make the synthesis really well, really well done. His character arc was really great too. Like I liked how his thought process was nobody could measure up to Steve, so nobody should have the shield. Nobody should be Captain America. Steve was Captain America. That was it. Here's the shield. There you go. Yeah. And it makes sense. And then, and it also, I like how it ties into Bucky where Bucky goes, you know, like, Oh man, he had some, he had a really good speech when he was talking yeah. about why he was when, mad that Sam gave the shield up. Yeah. Like, Cause if Steve was wrong about Sam, then he must've been wrong about me. And I was like, Oh, yeah. oh and it's so great. You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we we actually should talk about Bucky a bit more too. But anyway, we'll we'll finish finish up with Sam because yeah, we started I mean, it. Well, yeah, we'll do Sam. We can actually kind of do both at the same time, but like because I mean, they're pretty close. Like right at the beginning, I remember like there was some some people were bitching about how like the first episode was Sam and Bucky separated completely, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but together, it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, you're gonna get a team up of them for the rest of the series. Don't worry. <laughs> but anyway. I, I liked where they were at. They were at two different stages in their life, and they're both dealing with the fact that they no longer have their best friend in their life. And they're trying to come to terms with living their life without that person in their life, while at the same time coming to grips with the way the world is now after they had left it for five years. Right. Because that's another thing we don't we don't ever think about it. It's like they were they were gone, they came back, they they saved the world from Thanos. And then 
Now what? Yeah. Right? Exactly. You know, so they have to get back into their lives and they have to figure out how to live and coexist. Well, at the same time, like, you know, Sam's got to deal with that mantle. He's got to deal with the fact that he was gifted Captain America, but he doesn't feel like he's Captain America. He doesn't feel like he deserves to be Captain America, you know? And Bucky is pissed because he's like, how could you throw that away? And, you know, I'm like, we just said, like, he's like, if Steve was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. And now yeah. I'm nothing. And I'm nothing. You know, because you always, we always seem to forget, or they at least gloss over the fact that the whole point of civil war was because, you know, the Sokovia Accords happened and it was blamed on Winter Soldier and Cap did everything he could. He defied the government. He defied mm -hmm. his friends to make sure that Bucky wasn't killed. Yeah. You know, and like, that's huge. That's huge. Right. <clears throat> um, but like, so where they are at the beginning makes perfect sense. And then watching them get closer together, getting back to being the friends that they were beforehand was, was such a treat, but even watching, uh, watching Sam or sorry, um, Anthony Mackie play this character wrestling with this mantle with what it means and feeling like that's not him and that's not for him to be mm -hmm. and then meeting Isaiah Bradley and coming to terms with what happened to soldiers just like him you know under the, the guise of Captain America the super soldier program and now having to deal with what Captain America means to not just whites, white America, but all Americans. And then watching him slowly get to the point where he's just like, you know what? I'm the only one that can be Captain America. So I'm going to be Captain America. And his whole speech in the last episode was incredible. That whole speech made the series worth it. It it so did, and it also solidified Sam as Captain America, but as his version of Captain America. Yeah. He wasn't cosplaying as Captain America. Like even just even the suit, just the fact that the suit is foul cap infusion. You're like, okay, well, of course. But he literally sat there and stood on his own two feet and was like, "This is my Captain America." Steve yeah. was great. He is my hero. He is my Captain America. But this is me, and this is my version of Captain America. Oh, so good. So good. So good, man. So good. Um, I got to say, though, uh, Sam pushed that truck back up that was falling, and he's not a super uh, soldier. Like, he literally, he was blasting with his, his wings and everything, but he was going like this, and I just feel like that would have killed him. Realistically speaking, And you'll have to just play the whole it's fake card. But if this was real, like realistically speaking, yeah, the truck would have still been pushing. Yeah. And then the jetpacks and every single broken up piece of red wing, like it was a cool visual, but yeah. they would have just smushed them. Like yeah, you're right. It would have been squashed. He'd have been dead. dead. He'd have been so dead. Not, and not, there wouldn't not, have been like not, enough so. to pick off. Yeah, between the two of them, it would just be like, yeah. well, so, so that was here, Bucky. Going like, Here's the shield. 
if he went, yeah, you're right. If he would have went up to it and like put his wings forward and into it and then blasted with Red Wing helping him, I would have yep. believed that. But the fact that they had him do this, yep. and I was just like, whoa. But yeah, he doesn't have yeah, I agree. Strength, I agree. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's different when you have John Walker. Yeah, him up there get back. in the back, for yeah, sure. That's different because he's infused with a super soldier serum. Yeah. I think he's officially the last one now. He would be. It's all destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he would be. Um, but yeah, like, uh, but even Bucky's arc where Bucky, because there's a couple of times in that show where they actually start to tease that maybe Bucky will take the shield. And it never felt wrong. I ne- I was never like, ah, oh, yeah, but like, I mean, come on. Like, I and I knew that they were going to go with Mackie or uh, as uh, Wilson as, as Captain America. I knew that was the end game, but yeah. they did such a good job of teasing that, that he was going to do it because, well, no one else, yeah. you know, and what it means to him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy that they didn't, but I would have been happy if they did. That's the other part, you know? Yeah. But I feel like they had to give it to Falcon because of the way they build it up. You know, they didn't build it as built it up as both guys could potentially any one of them. They literally were like, this is the, this is the show where you get to see Falcon become Captain America. And the part that I thought was really cool. And this is what I was saying about Brubaker's run is the whole setup where it culminates with live TV of the new Captain America stopping the terrorists is almost identical to how Brubaker's run had cap like Bucky cap stop a bunch of terrorists. They weren't flag smashers. If I remember correctly, they were just terrorists, but he stops them and he's on camera being seen doing it. And he says he's the new captain America. Yeah. You know, which I was like, Oh, that's actually really cool that they did that. But it's another thing for Brubaker to be like, guys, fucking, (laughs) I don't know. Give me a little credit. Something, something. I mean, you're using my character. My character, that's my character. Winter Soldier is his character. Yeah. Backstory for Bucky that they kind of sort of used for Captain America and then the rest of it, that's because of Brubaker. And then now with this, like the crux of that show being the way that Brubaker's cap showed up or uh, Bucky cap showed up, it's like, guys, come on. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, even Sam becoming the Falcon, who was that? Was that Rick Remeter? Sam becoming the Falcon? Yeah. Who who was writing Cap when Sam became you Falcon? You mean, uh, I think or it was Sam Remeter. Sam Cap. Sam yeah, and then now, yeah. I, now I get what you're saying. I think yeah, it was yeah. Remender. I think it, it was, was Remender. Remender right? Okay. Yeah, because Remender was during the run. Actually, yeah, that's exactly what it was because it was towards, I think it was towards the end of Remender's run where the nail sucked all the super serum super soldier serum out of cap and then he reverted back to the seven-year-old man and that's where they they made him shorter to match the mcu right and he uh ended up being like a, a logistics guy like more strategy based you think uh chris evans is coming back he I... denied it but i mean that doesn't mean anything but like, in what capacity are you, are you saying like as full on Steve Rogers, Captain America? Well, it's as Steve Rogers, I like I don't know what he would come back, and I feel like him coming back in Cap Four would totally just take away from Sam being Cap. 
I don't think he does. I honestly don't think I does. he does, especially because he's referred to as being gone in the show multiple times. There's no like in secret, like when they're when they're around other people, they're like, oh, Steve Rogers is gone or Captain America's gone or whatever. And then like between the two of them, they're like, oh yeah, I just saw him the other week. You know, he's doing fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. I don't think he shows up at all in any capacity as Cap or Steve uh, for partly for the reasons that you've said, because yeah, it would steamroll it. It does. The second you hear about Tommy McGuire or even Andrew Garfield in a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, you immediately go, Oh, instead of being like, Oh, new Spider-Man movie. You're like, Oh yeah. Like some people, some people will go, finally, I get some closure for these characters that didn't have any closure. In the previous movies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know people like that. Yeah. Some of them are annoying. <laughs> Maybe not so much in uh, Amazing Spider-Man, but mostly in the Raimiverse. Those Raimiverse yeah. fans are kind of annoying. Those Raimiverse movies. Man. But anyway. But yeah. But, so like it immediately, it would steal the thunder. And especially because this is like the first Captain America movie without Evans as Captain America. He should be nowhere near it. No. No. If he's if, in that movie, if, he if appears, he's in that movie, it's as a picture. As a picture or as a flashback of, of Sam thinking about him. I don't even want to see it in the flashback, in all honesty, unless they literally use scenes from previous movies. Yeah. I don't want to see a new scene as a flashback because, again, that's going to take away from it. I honestly, I just want to, hell, uh, Tombstone. You know, I mean, I know they they say he's gone and they they imply that he's he's dead. We don't know that he's still in that timeline. No, we don't. We don't know what okay. happened. We don't know. Like, he might still be, he might have went back to the timeline where he had that full rich life with, uh, with Peggy. Yeah. So, I mean, and the fact that they say he's gone works because then they can recast him at a later time. Agreed. Bring him back and recast him at a later time, but we'll see what it, happens. Just just long enough, like later on, where I can see this happen. I got to see Wolverine and Captain America on the screen together. I got it. It's not going to happen. It's got to happen. Ten that right there. Okay. So here's where I will give you something. Oh, thanks, man. If they do a flashback scene, yeah, where Hugh Jackman is is a uh, Weapon X, like totally out to lunch Wolverine fighting a World War II era Captain America with Chris Evans. I'll be on board for that. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Even if they literally shoot it for no other reason just to show us that, then that's yeah. fine. Even if but I don't want to like, see, if it's a I don't want to see Steve Rogers at all in Cap 4. And I love Cap, the, especially like the, MCU Captain America movies are amazing. They're absolutely amazing. I love the character. Uh, that character, like that version of the character got me into Captain America more so than anything. Because mm-hmm. Cap is always a, one of those guys where I liked the idea of the character, but largely never read the books for too long because the books weren't that great to me. I tried Mark There's Wade. always standout runs, but... Yeah, like Mark Wade had a decent run. Yes, you know, he did. Robert, I try. I read Robert Kirkman when he did a, a little a little run, and that was, I mean, that was good. Um, 
but yeah, Brubaker. That's Brubaker. Where, that, nobody, nobody since has come close to what Brubaker did on that book. No, and Brubaker's run was great, but mostly because like he spent the first chunk of that run building up Cap. Yeah. So that he could build up Bucky as well and then kill off Cap so that Bucky yeah. could take over. But he also built up Black Widow. Mm-hmm. He built up uh, Sharon Carter. Sharon was he awesome. He built up Falcon. He built up the Red Skull. He built up Dr. Faustus. You yeah. know, like Crossbones. Sin was introduced, I believe, in that run as well. Yeah. Like, there's so much fucking shit that is so amazing. It's one of the best runs of all time, just in general for comics. Oh, easily. And I mean, and not just like Brubaker, like the team of artists that worked with him on that. Steve Epting was always one of those guys where I was like, yeah, he's, he's a good artist. Like, I mean, I like it. You know, it's a distinct style and you can pick it out. Mm-hmm. But that book was on another level. I was like, oh my God, this guy's incredible. Yeah. And then when he and then on the book, the, they had Mike Perkins and Butch, uh, Butch Geis or whatever. Yeah. Butch Juice is how I always pronounce mm-hmm. it. He's I mean, an old Superman artist. Yeah. And both of them have very similar artists. That it worked perfectly too. Yeah. Um, I'm, another one that would have worked perfectly was Lark. Greg Lark would have been able to sub in there quite nicely. Yeah. Um, but the, even the Jim Steranko style covers. Oh, the covers were gorgeous. They look like movie posters. Oh, man. Um, they also kind of reminded me of Sinkwich. No, no, no. It's Steranko. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. The Steranko run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so good. So good. But uh, so at the end of the day, I mean, this is like uh high top high top films actually called this the best marvel movie he's seen in years this is like very much a ridiculously good good run uh yeah like i mean it's right there with one of vision where i am like i only have a handful of like i don't necessarily want to say dislikes but just things that i'm just kind of like eh. nitpicks. yeah nitpicks nitpicks are fine yeah i, I overall have it was great I, I have nothing i really dislike like there's That's, nothing yeah, I hate exactly, whatsoever exactly. about either show. I mean, I could say probably, I probably prefer WandaVision. I see myself watching WandaVision more. And I, and I don't know, like, there was things okay. I wish would have been done a little differently in this show. The first episode was great. Seeing Falcon in action was awesome. Mm-hmm. Seeing Bucky do his thing, trying to, you yep. know, come to peace. That, that Asian man he had dinner with all the time. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. And then, and then when they get together in the second episode, and they're with that therapist, and they're bickering, and I was I was loving that. I was like, oh, this is like oh, Tango and Cash. That was so right? good. That was, was so good. So that was right. Good. I almost wish we would have got a little more of that. Like Marvel likes to just stick comedy so much in their stuff, and this was the one time where I wish I had because it gets really serious with the two of them near the end. Like there's not a lot of joking back and forth. I enjoyed that though, and I, I thought that the stuff where like they almost started to tease that maybe Sam might or uh, Bucky might actually start dating Sam's sister. Yeah. Like even that kind of stuff. Yeah. And even just stuff. integrating the family aspect, like introducing the sister and the kids and the fact that the Wilson family has a legacy of their own and that Sam's trying to maintain that, which I thought was kind of an interesting story too, where at first I, it was kind of like, we can change this and make it better. And then it was like, no, 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 let's keep this legacy going. Let's make it our own. And I was like, that really ties the Captain America story in really well. Cause that's what he's doing is he's making, he's continuing the legacy, but he's making it his own. Yeah. hundred percent. I, 
I'm actually happy with the amount of comedy that was in this because too much of it, and I think it would have robbed the show of its seriousness. I don't want like lots of comedy, and I don't want stupid comedy. I just the bickering was funny to me, and I, and I right, just, but they, they didn't have to bicker all the way through. Like they bickered in Madripoor almost the entire time. Yeah, and it was right? great. But at some point, the bickering does have to stop because they both start to realize the seriousness of the situation. Yes. You know, this isn't just a regular run of the mill, like whatever. This is now, okay, so, you know, this guy is Captain America. He's killed somebody on camera with the shield. So where's the time for jokes for that, right? And then Mm -hmm. after that, after they get the shield, that's actually one of my favorite scenes is the second that Sam gets the shield, the first thing he does is he starts trying to get that blood off. Yeah. I actually got a little teary uh, yes. with that one because I was, was like, oh, that is movie. just so cool. Cause he was and he was like emotional about it too, because there's blood on the shield. You should never see blood on the shield. No. You know, so he goes to c- kind of clean it up. But then after that, it's it's also the flag smashers, specifically Carly, because now he's trying to he's trying to appeal to Carly's good side. And that's another thing that I really liked about that too, was that he doesn't fight her. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to appeal to her. He he's starting to do things like Captain America in his own way, but I'm just like, oh man, that's so great. Like she's like like basically trying to goad him into killing her, and he's just not gonna do it. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. That's so great. And he wanted her, he wanted to help her. He was just like, look, we can help you. And it was kind of like mirroring the whole Cap Bucky thing where you're just like, he sees the good in her. Yeah. And that's another very powerful part. So again, it's it's one of those where like, where can you inject the comedy where it doesn't feel out of place? Yeah, I know. And maybe that's just one of those things where if they would have had more episodes, it could have played out, but. I mean, I guess the only way that they could have increased the, the length of the show is if they would have had spent more time with the family. Yeah. And then you could kind of have a little bit more jokes there too. But then, like I said, but at, after the cap stuff, then you have the end sequence where Isaiah Bradley is brought to the Isaiah Bradley portion of the Captain America Museum. You know, that's such a heartfelt moment that it's like, we don't, I, now this is coming from me. We don't always need jokes. Ironic. <laughs> this is coming from me. <laughs> Joking is like my, my defense mechanism. <laughs> so, no, that but uh, I, that end scene was fantastic. Right from the speech and then into that. Hey, yeah. hey, come here, come here, big guy, come here, <laughs> sit. Good boy, yeah, my good boy. Anyway, so yeah, I mean. It's, it's, yeah, like, I mean, the bits and pieces that they had were great and they were well-placed. I just don't think, I don't think that there was any more places after that for it. Mm. And, oh, hold on. After the speech, Bucky did that thing where he's just like, I was too busy texting. All I heard was black man, stars and stripes. That's exactly. kind of funny. That was That's fun. kind of fun. I was, you know, fun. that was yeah. good. It was a nice, especially, yeah. uh, that should have been good enough, Kenneth. You should just be happy with what you've got. I don't know. <laughs> don't be a regular comic fan who's never happy with anything 
I think it's it was a great show. It was a great show. I know. I know you think it's a great show. I love Anthony Mackie, man. I just watched that Synchronic movie. Holy shit, is he crazy good in that? And I can't I, wait to see that. I, I actually forgot that. about that. This in the same week, that, that last episode, I was just like, dude, this guy. He's oh, man. so good. Plus, you know what I love? He, he, and, uh, he and Stan seem like they're buddies in real life, too. Oh, yeah. I, I believe it. I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Evans is buddies with them, too. I mean, they're all the same age. Yeah, Chris Evans retired from the role. I mean, he's he's still the same age as the other two. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, other than that, like, I will say though, this is one of those shows where I'm like, yeah, I, I'm glad it led right into Cap Four because I don't know if uh, Cap and the Winter Soldier season two or season one, I guess you could argue. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it'd be cool to see. There's no way around it. It'd be cool to see because they did such a great job with this show. But for this to lead into Cap 4, I think, is way better. And I'm glad that they held off on Cap 4 until after the show. Do you think Bucky appears in Cap 4? Or do you think Bucky gets yes. in the show? No. He appears in, in Cap 4? Yeah, he does. he does. And Sharon again, I'm assuming? That one, I don't know. That one, it'll all depend on... Uh, secret invasion. And who would who would Cap Sam fight? Like, who does he have as a villain? Would it just be a like a old school Cap villain? I mean, there is like I'm excited to see Cap Four, but I'm thinking like I wonder who they would use as a villain. Red Skull. Um, I mean, why not? Right, but I mean, if he hasn't returned yet. Why now? Why and how? Now? How does he do that? Is this something that happens because of Loki? Mm, Loki you know what I mean? Like it's Loki's it's interesting. Gonna interesting. Loki's going to be interesting. Yeah, that one. I think <laughs> that I have a feeling that might be the standout for me. Like because it's such a bonkers concept. Yeah. But he's just so good in the role. Oh yeah. Like like it's like he's wearing. It's like Loki in the comic book should try to be like Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, yeah, you're right. They're, they are they're doing the bonkers and then the grounded stuff and then bonkers. And then tactically, the next one after this will be Hawkeye, which will be grounded again. Yeah, that one, I think it'll be grounded, but it'll be a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah, that one will be a little bit more lighthearted. Um, friendly. But yeah, it, it's definitely going to be grounded. I guess because you'll, you'll need like palate cleansers, right? So, yeah. And you can also get, like, more people watching it, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because there's, like, a bunch of people that watched WandaVision that didn't watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier because they were like, ah, that does nothing for me. Adrian's one of them. Wow, well, makes perfect sense. She doesn't like spy movies, and she watched the first episode with me, and she went, no, this isn't for me. You can watch it whenever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So it makes perfect right. sense. But she might check out Loki and be like, whoa. Yeah. She'll probably yeah. like Loki. She likes Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Who doesn't? Who doesn't, though? Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like Tom Hiddleston as Loki? He was he was the one where, like, when I watched... Uh, what did I... No, I, in fact, I watched all of... No, I think I watched... Uh, no, I watched all of them before uh, Avengers. That's right. And even though I wasn't, like, a huge fan of Thor, the movie itself, mm-hmm. I thought the casting was great, but I was like, this Tom Hiddleston, what the hell? Yeah. And then you watch him in Avengers, and then you're like, 
What? Yeah. Like he is the standout in every movie, no matter how disappointing it may be. Dark World, he was great in Dark World. He was the best thing in Dark World. Yeah. Um, he was also the best thing in Ragnarok. And that was tough because uh, Killick was in that movie. I need to rewatch Ragnarok. I got to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again on its own. Because if I watch oh, yeah. it again after the other two, it's just it's too much of a genre. I can't take it. It's too too much of a change. So oh, if I yeah. watch it on its own. It's on my list of rewatch just because like, I feel the same way. I feel like if I watch it on its own, I'll be fine. I'll be absolutely yeah. fine with it. Um, yeah. And then leading into uh, Infinity War and then Endgame, you're just like, yeah, like that's just, it's too good. It's too yeah. good. Um, so overall, another great show, another great outing from uh, Marvel TV Studios. Anthony Mackie is, this is the best stuff of his career. Like, it's so good. I can't wait for a cap for uh sebastian stan same thing uh just he just keeps getting better in this role yeah i do i would like to see a bucky movie i think he could definitely uh do a bucky movie because like the concept for bucky where he's like making amends with people that was my idea for another born movie i i thought like at the end of jason Bourne, i felt like it just kind of made sense that for him to kind of keep saying that he would just do the stuff he did in the previous two movies where he was going and making amends to these people like in supremacy at the end where he tells the daughter hey yeah i know you think your your mom killed your dad and then killed herself that's not how it went down i did it i killed them and then i made it look like that and she's like what why are you well wouldn't you want to know and then he and then he leaves you know So that was my con. I thought that would be a nice idea. And then that's how you get other bad guys out of the woodwork, because once people start hearing that Jason Bourne's still alive, then they go, well, let's find him and kill him. He killed my brother. Mm -hmm. Let's fucking kill him. Or he wrecked my entire criminal organization. So fucking let's kill him. Right. And all he's trying to do is make amends with these people. And not everything works out perfectly. You might have one of them sit there and go, you killed my wife. Fuck you, you piece of shit. You know, and while he's trying to make amends, that guy goes, Jason Bourne showed up on the house, told me that he killed his wife. So we have to kill that guy. So I thought that would be a great way to open up story. Uh, so but for them to do that for Bucky, I think is great. And it's sustainable for at least a movie. I, I would totally be down with it. It's got to be called Bucky, though, or something different. Like he has to let go of the Winter Soldier persona. Yeah. Like I know they kept trying to they they mentioned the White Wolf again. Yeah. Um. And I think the White Wolf works. Mm-hmm. I, th- I like the. I, in fact, when they threw that out in uh, in Infinite Infinity War, I was just like, "Oh no, wasn't it uh, the end of uh, Black Panther? Didn't they call him White no, Wolf? No, they. Yeah, the end credits. Yeah, they called him White Wolf. That's right. They yeah. called him White Wolf. Yeah. So I think like that would have been. I would be fine with that because it's not something that because for us it was he was Winter Soldier, then he was Captain America, then he was just Bucky. Yeah. And they call him the Winter Soldier in the comic books because it's a cool title. Like it's a really cool fucking it's a, name. It's a cool name, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, but I mean, I can understand why he would not want to be called that because of everything that's associated with that. Yeah. So getting him into the White Wolf works, or maybe even just calling him Bucky. You just, know. Yeah. Just straight up Bucky. And I'd be down with that. Like so would I. I. Almost like 
I want to see him in Cap 4, but I kind of want to see him go out on his own and do his own thing and get his own show or movie. I have to agree. I I feel like him being in Cap Four is uh, is a guarantee. It's all but a guarantee because the chemistry with them is amazing. Yeah. And I mean, this will be really like this will be like the first year of uh, Sam as Captain America. So it almost would make sense that he would have Bucky there to sort of help him along. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, who knows what they're gonna do? And so far, what they've been doing. I really can't complain. Like, I, I don't remember the last time where I actually was just like, I don't know what the hell's Mar- what the hell Marvel was thinking. Like, this is absolutely stupid. I mean, I it uh, the Eternals is the only one where I'm a little iffy about it, but I haven't seen a trailer yet. And everything I've seen prior, I have no choice but to think it's going to be good. Like, I really, you know. Did it switch spots with Shang-Chi? I think it did. I think it originally did. it was Black Widow and then Internals. I think Shang Chi is coming first now, and that's what we got. Shang Chi is coming first, and then I think after that it's Black Widow, and then Eternals. No, Black Widow's next month. Sorry, so Black Widow, then Shang Chi, then Eternals. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I, I'm not excited for Eternals. I'll tell you that. I'm not excited at all. I mean, that's one of those rare concepts where I'm, I'm familiar with it enough to be like, okay, all right. Yeah. But I'm not actually, no, in fact, I'm not, I'm more familiar with the inhumans than I am with the eternals. And I'm not really that familiar with the inhumans. I just know that like there's crystal and, uh, uh, black bolt. Mm -hmm. And then the dog thing. Lockjaw. Is that his name? Yeah, I locked you up. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm uh I am quite the encyclopedia. Yeah, when dude, you start uh, talking Eternals, Eternals, I'm like, I got no fucking clue. Eternals. And yeah. I'm not really I, Yeah, I really know nothing. I know it revolves around celestials. Yeah. Those are they look really cool. Practice. I mean like they look really cool in the screenshot that I saw. I was like, okay, that's really cool. Yeah. But I mean, all they had to do is just make them look like they did in the comic books. They had to kind of do what they did with uh guardians where they had the celestial head as a fucking yeah. outpost yeah that was cool <laughs> you know but other than that i'm like uh, i mean we'll see we'll see if it's any good i mean it might be I, it's hard to say it won't be good it's really hard to say it won't be good because like even like uh like the worst marvel movie i think is considered right now is still considered to be thor the dark world and that's still not a terrible movie. Yeah. You know, I, I'll, for me, for me, I would make Thor the absolute bottom of the MCU barrel. And even then, I can't say that that's a bad movie. I think my least favorite is still Iron Man 2. Uh, no, Thor, Thor 1 is my least favorite. Yeah, but Iron Man two would have I would have to say would probably be the the second least favorite. And then even then, like with those two, those are the disappointing ones. Now it's pretty much all the ones I like in order of how much I like it to how much I love it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's like I I I really enjoy the Incredible Hulk. I don't think it's a terrible movie. Like everyone else. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. The lower end of my list. 
right because like there's yeah. just more movies i like more you yeah. know yeah so anyway um anyway i don't have anything else to say Captain america and the winter soldier yes i did yes, like that, was. that at the end credits so did i i definitely was like it made me happy that's awesome it made me happy <laughs> So Geek Pantsers, once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, letting us into your hearts via YouTube, via hearts. Instagram, via Facebook, mm-hmm. via Twitter, mm-hmm. via geekpantsmedia.com, uh, via SoundCloud, via Apple and Google Podcast, mm-hmm. and, uh, and in your thoughts and prayers. Thank you. Amen. This, this is my new favorite one where you just go. I gotta be honest. But yes, Sam. Sam's speech at the end was way better than yours just now. Yeah, it was. It was very much. It uh, it was on a whole nother level, uh, and that's as it should be. As it should. He's as Captain America be. after all. Yeah. You know, yep. if I'm out speeching Captain America, that's a problem. Captain Canada. Why not? Right? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Update that costume so it doesn't literally look like Captain America with the red and white color scheme. (laughs) Even has a shield. Well, I think now they have a version where it's a little bit more armored. It is. It's more ball. It kind of looks more like uh, what's his name? Guardian from Alpha Flight. Yeah. Guardian from Alpha Flight. And he's got like such a weird backstory. Captain Canuck. Yeah. Yeah, I know you see Captain Canada, but it's actually Captain Canuck. Well, I, I called you Captain Canada. I know, Captain I know, Canada. but I'm just because I can't help it. I have to sit there and state for the record. That I know, it's Captain. I Canuck. also know about these characters. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I even know about characters that aren't part of any official <laughs> publishing company. <laughs> yep. All oh, right. oh, Alpha Flight and the Guardian. That was mm-hmm. nice. James Hudson. James James Hudson, that's his name. It's his name. That's what it I'm is. talking about. Yeah. Like an encyclopedia of knowledge that <laughs> no one really needs to know, but you know what? You should write comics. I mean, <laughs> you you got all the info right there. I probably should. I mean, I, I can barely hammer a nail, but I can recite some comic book history. Hell's yeah! Actually, I'm getting better with hammering nails. Uh, drywall, I'm terrible at though. Michelle, she's really good. But not me. Pro. Nope. Pro. Captain Drywall. Uh, I don't know if she would like the term Captain Drywall, though. I wouldn't. I mean, why would you? Like, even if that's your slogan for, like, a drywall company, mm-hmm. if I heard, like, Captain Drywall, I'd be like, no. No. Everything. Because you know what it reminds me of? Like, uh, that super sealant? Remember that driveway sealant? And there's a, it's a shitty version of Superman. Yes. Yep. It's like, and they, they have to do it in such a way where you, you immediately think it's Superman, but it's, but you can't say that it is right. I think it's actually super sealant or super sealer or something like that. But I remember just seeing the first time I saw that picture, I was like, Oh, it's super. Oh, it's not Superman. Oh, super sealant. Driveway. What the fuck? But whatever. Um, so again, like I said, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I hope you. that you enjoy this episode. If you do, let us know. If you don't, let us know. I mean, come on. 
some civil discourse is what I'm looking for. Damn right. Maximum. Oh, and just like last time, uh, if you want to troll, use your real name. Yeah. Don't please. hide behind your handles. Use Let's your real name. Hey, Ken, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, Chris, you did everything perfect. I just wanted to hear you say it. You're welcome. When Captain America throws his mighty shield. <laughs> What's the next line? I don't fucking know. I don't have that knowledge. Um, <laughs> I don't remember that song at all. What is it? Let those who oppose... His foes must yield. Okay, now I gotta look at the lyrics. I gotta look at the lyrics now. Yeah. Captain America song. Is it the theme? Is that what we're calling? The theme. It? Yeah. Lyrics. Here we go. Oh, I got the lyrics for some Jimmy Buffett song. Okay, that never worked. Try it again. Try uh Captain America cartoon theme. Oh, Captain America is actually a song by Jimmy Buffett. Oh, that guy doesn't know anything about Captain America. I can't he really doesn't. He's actually one of those guys that was saying COVID is a myth and you shouldn't wear a mask and then got COVID. Like he's currently fighting COVID right now as we speak. Really? Fucking retard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to say retard because uh, that's actually, it makes it seem like everyone that has mental disabilities is in the same category as Jimmy Buffett. And that's not the case. No, sorry. Not Jimmy Buffett. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent was the guy I was talking Nugent. about. I apologize, Jimmy Buffett, even though you never will never see this. But just in case, I apologize for lumping you in the same category as Ted Nugent. And just because this is so freaking old, I'm not worried about a copyright strike. What? Oh, yeah. So hold on. What was the line, though? All those that oppose his shield must yield. Ah, those who oppose his shield must yield. Must That's yield. right. I like it. I was close. I was really close, though. You were. <laughs> I want to say I was shockingly close, but the reality is I was not. I, it I was shocking I that I wasn't I was right. <laughs> More shocking that I didn't know the entire song. Yeah. I know everything, <laughs> man. You just can't. No, no, I can't. No, I can't. The older I get, the more I forget. But I keep to, I retain all the comic book stuff. (laughs) You know, whatever. You'll be a cool old guy. I'm already a cool old guy. That's right, guys. And that is it for the Geek Pantsers. We are out of (laughs) here.